broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues that working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Before I introduce my guest and the topic for today's podcast, I want to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the Working Woman Radio Show is a great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can meet pretty much any advertising budget. So uh, if you're interested in getting more information about becoming a sponsor, go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com, click on the link for sponsorship, Download the information and give us a call. We will be happy to help you. Now that that bit of information has been taken care of, I want to introduce my guest for today's show. Dr. Danita Thompson is a licensed marriage and family therapist and the founder and clinical director of Mending Hearts Family Counseling in Burlington, New Jersey. Dr. Danita is also the founder of Hope Haven at Mending Hearts, a mental health training, prevention, and intervention ministry for faith leaders. In addition to her work as a therapist, she serves with her husband as the executive pastor of Mending Hearts Kingdom Church, which is also located in Florence, New Jersey. And on a personal note, I want to let my listening audience know that Danita, Dr. Danita and I are old friends. She and I and our families were longtime members at Mount Sinai Church of God in Christ in Brooklyn, New York. And we've known each other for many years, which makes this interview for me even more special. So welcome to the show, Dr. Danita. It is a blessing and an honor to have you here. Thank you so much, Deanna, uh, my longtime friend. Thank you for having me (laughs) on to share with your listening audience today. I'm excited about this opportunity. Terrific, terrific. Now, I have a lot of things that I want to pick your brain about, so I want to go ahead and jump right into the interview. I guess my first question is, as a therapist, what kinds of things are you hearing from your clients about their mental health? What's been... What's been the biggest problems that you've heard about? So, yes, um, over the past few months, there has definitely been a spike um, in the reporting of of, of experiencing fear. Mm. Um, There's been anxiety, Mm. there's social and and economic stress, Mm. a lot of grief, of course, you know, due to loss of loved ones and loss of the of freedom, loss mm. of income. Mm. But you know, when, when I started to think about it, it almost um, is like, uh, it can be summarized with that statement that Charles Dickens made in the tale of two oh. cities. Uh, it can yes. be the best of times and the, the worst times. of times. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because there are so many who mm-hmm. really are feeling like, wow, mm-hmm. I get to work from home. Yeah. I, I don't have young children. Yes. They're, you know, um, they don't have to go to the office every sure. day. They don't have to fight traffic. Sure. They're able to save money. Wow. And so, um, so for some, this, yeah. is ha- this actually has been... Yeah. They haven't lost anyone, right, you know, right, through COVID. Right, right, right. So there's been, you know, just a, a, a mix yeah, of, yeah. of what I have been um, hearing, hearing mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. in the counseling room. Yeah, and I guess that's yeah. true. It's a mixed bag because um, mm-hmm. for some, this is freedom. 
like you yeah. said, I mean, if you don't have to jump in that car and do a hour commute one way and you can work from home, my goodness, it's like, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, 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 you know, there is a, there, there is the other side to that coin and I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, so what effect do you think as a therapist, as a professional has this pandemic and the accompanying civil unrest that we've seen around the country had on mental health in general, but specifically women's mental health? Yeah. So I, I'm seeing that emotions are, are quite fragile mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. especially with women bearing uh, the burden of family care and yeah. most of the domestic work mm -hmm. um, still resides, you know, on the shoulders of women. And there are approximately 15 million single women mm. in, in our country. And wow. so that mental and emotional burden of just trying to um, sometimes make nearly impossible decisions yeah. for themselves and their children because of all of the yeah. uncertainty, you know, are, am I going to homeschool? Right. Am I going to send my child back to school? Am mm. I putting my child in harm's way? Mm. You know, is there going to be, you know, danger to their health? Just yeah. trying to make those decisions yeah. is causing yeah. uh, significant stress and wow. anxiety it comes back to stress and anxiety yes. as being the the top um mm -hmm. mental you know health yeah. issues it should, that wow yeah, yeah that they're experiencing right. but then also you know being in the home if they're not single and being in the home married mm -hmm. couples yeah. are uh you know it's if mm -hmm. if they didn't have mm -hmm. health prior to covid yes um it's even worse now right, um, right. physical abuse <laughs> right um, addictions are on the rise. Oh, wow. Right. So, yeah, because this stuff, this this has, I mean, whatever was going on before COVID hit, now COVID has exacerbated those issues. Right. You? Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And just families just uh, figuring out how to do family. Because, you know, in America, yeah. we're just in yeah. the rat race. Oh, my and God. And we never really have to figure out right. how to sit down and eat a meal. Um, exactly. Together, how to have a conversation because yeah. we're passing each other. Yes. You know, coming and going. Yes. But yes. now we, you know, had to have that yeah. time. Now to, we're in each other's space. Yeah, mm -hmm. in each other's spaces, trying to figure out, you mm -hmm. know, how do we, how do mm -hmm. we make this work now? As exactly. You know, it's funny you should say that because I've had, um, I know of a of, of a couple of situations. I personally know of a couple of situations where. Um, I've been phoned up, called up by friends, and they've just told me, you know, I'm we're, my marriage is in trouble. Um, mm -hmm. and, but before, um, and I don't think that just happened. Uh, you know, I think that, like you said, now people are forced to be home and be yes. together. And they uh -huh. can't go to work and they can't go to the mall and they can't go out to dinner with friends. They have to be with that person. And now they're looking at each other and they're like, I don't know what to do with this. So, yeah. Um, so all of that is coming with this um, with this pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as working women. Um, we, we, you alluded to this just a minute ago, but I want to flesh this out a little bit more. As working women who are managing work and families, we're all under a great deal of stress, like you mentioned. Uh, and because of COVID-19 and the civil unrest that's taking place, we have all of this as an additional burden. What kinds of things can we do specifically that might help us find respite, that might give us some relief? Can, can you go down and, and talk about what we can do? 
Sure. Um, you know, of course, uh, the the structure of the family mm-hmm. uh, matters, you know, when we think about the things that we can do for respite and relief. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, those with young children, we no longer um, have mm-hmm. the village. Right. And even if we had the village, we can't necessarily utilize <laughs> yeah. the village the way in which we would, yeah. you know, want to, sure. to bring that, you know, respite and relief. But mm-hmm. um, everyone, you know, if everyone doesn't have the mm-hmm. same options of getting physical relief from yeah. their families, from their children, right. but, um, and, and also not able to utilize grandparents because yeah. we're trying to make sure that we protect the elderly. Wow. So I, I think it's important to be intentional. Yeah. Um, be intentional about taking short breaks. Yeah. Uh, it, you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Some people think that they need a full day away, oh, but, um, yes. taking a, of course a full day, a full week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, right. Course, be great. Great. Yeah, right. You know, Right, but, but even taking intentional yeah, short breaks sure. throughout the day yes. can be very, very helpful, but you probably won't remember to take them if you don't schedule them. Oh my. Wow. And so yeah. um, utilizing that smartphone yes. to help you be smarter about, you know, taking care of yourself yeah, will be that. helpful. You know, how you start your day sure. um, can bring a good deal of relief Definitely. throughout the day. Definitely. So, you know, beginning your day with some meditation. Definitely. Um, beginning the day with, you know, a, a good routine of eating mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All of those things really matter. And people don't put a lot of stock, a lot of they weight. Don't. They don't. Into, you know, how you care for your physical body. Yes. And how that has a, a, a great impact on bringing relief on emotional Definitely. stress. Oh, and, 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 and we're, it's stuff. all interrelated. And I think you're right that I'll be honest with you. I have underestimated the effects of that until the last few years, you know, the eating has been um, something that I've, my husband and I have really had to modify just because we had some things. We, we had to address hypopressure, um, pre-diabetes, that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And we have been shocked at how changing our diet has not only made us feel better, but um, physically, but emotionally too. Matter of fact, before I talked to your assistant, LaToya, uh, before she, she had called me this morning, but I had just gotten to make sure that I got the... Um, the information for you for this broadcast, but um, I had just gotten back in for a walk. My temptation was to not take the walk, but I thought, you know what? If I don't schedule this thing and get it knocked out, I'm not going to do it. And 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 so for the last 18 months, that has been a priority for me: getting up, getting dressed, and getting out to walk in the morning. And that has really worked well for me physically, but also emotionally, Danita. It's been mm-hmm. amazing. So I, yeah. you cannot underestimate the uh, effects of how, you know, of the physical body, you know, and how it affects the emotional, the mental, don't you think? Uh, absolutely. Um, the, the level of clarity yeah. that you're able to experience throughout the day, mm-hmm. you're less, uh, feeling less overwhelmed Definitely. because you know, you just feel physically better. Definitely. Um, absolutely. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so as African-Americans, I'm interested in this. Um, do you think we're more prone to certain kinds of mental health maladies? I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm curious, and I really am just wanting to know what you think about that. So, um, well, uh, uh, mental health maladies um, are it comes from two mm-hmm. two points. So physiologically, yes. 
African Americans are not necessarily prone to right. more mental health um, mm-hmm. situations, challenges than any other group. Right. But situationally, mm. we are, mm. and so we have been mentally impacted more than white Americans by trauma, sure. by violence, mm-hmm. racism, you know, mm-hmm. oppression, mm-hmm. dehumanization, sure. you know, the structural institutionalism, yes. all of those things um, put us in situations yes. that would, so it's not necessarily our genetic makeup or, right. you know, physically right. um, how we're, um, yeah. our physical body, right. but definitely the situations mm-hmm. um, in, in which we are um, subject mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, consequently, mm-hmm. we end up with more stress and more anxiety sure. and more depression and, and, right. and anger yes. and yes. secondhand traumas, Definitely. Um, Definitely. you know, insecurities. Mm-hmm. And so there is, a, there among the in different, you know, yes. main, more in inner cities. Yes. But um, the sense of hopelessness mm-hmm. and, and worthlessness mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is high and, and typically experienced more than um, wow. white America. Wow. And then also being able to get help. So yes. historically, mm-hmm. there has been, you know, this mistrust in mental health professions. Yes, yes. Um, and so consequently, the mental health challenges persist. They mm-hmm. go unaddressed mm-hmm. and... And uh, African Americans have used the church yes. for so long yes. to um, mm-hmm. to help and, yeah. and to assist yeah. in every area, every facet True. of their life. True. But the church really doesn't have mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that it needs. Doesn't have the mm-hmm. skill set. Doesn't have, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the area of mental health. Yes. Yes. Be able to address mm-hmm. all of those mm-hmm. um, needs. Mm-hmm. that um you know that the yeah. population needs and so you know mm-hmm. the, the mindset don't air your yeah. dirty laundry outside yes. of the house yes. everything stays behind closed doors oh, so it's all sick. restrictive yeah. you know so yeah. receiving yeah. the help becomes yeah. so mm-hmm. it, it's just so complex you know it is um, it is it is which leads me to a question that i actually didn't um uh, send you ahead of time, but I think that um, what you said will allow us to uh, organically segue into that. What you you've got this Mending Hearts Ministry, I mean um, therapy center. Um, tell me what your heart was behind that. I mean, you just talked about how the church has been a place for us as African Americans to go to, but we really have not been equipped. But here you are, a minister of the gospel who has went and done something, you know, I mean, you've taken this another step and so to speak, tell me, tell me your passion behind that, what Mending Hearts does, what your therapy uh, clinic does and why you, you know, did it. Yeah. So initially my passion was, uh, I'm a a licensed marriage and family therapist. So my passion was to see marriage and families reconciled because um, most often counselors go into the field um, Mm -hmm. with it it being born out of their own story. And so I've been married 38 years, but the first 15 Mm -hmm. were such a struggle. And that's a a Mm -hmm. show in and of itself. (laughs) (laughs) 
know, we, wow, yes, 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 yes. God so graciously, you know, enabled us to um, get to the place where we could work through, but the work through was so difficult because we didn't go to counseling. We didn't even, it it wasn't even uh, uh, proposed. It wasn't wasn't an option or anything. It wasn't even an option, not even something we thought about. And as I, you know, as God, you know, really so wonderfully healed us, I thought, People really yeah. need to, um, you know, have some place yeah. to, you know, they need to know that yeah. they believers, yes. Christians, yes. need to know that yes. um, this is not something you can just pray away. And prayer no. is absolutely essential. Yes, yes. And the reading of scriptures yes. is absolutely essential. Yes. But when it's all said and done, somebody has to help you yes. to be able to put that those scriptures into practice. Absolutely. And to put your prayers yes. into practice. Yes. To learn how to do life differently. Absolutely. And so. Yeah. Um, so this was born out of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How and then after mm-hmm. after becoming a pastor and seeing how mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm. are being hindered in their spiritual walk because mm-hmm. of their emotional mm-hmm. uh, baggage, yes. because of all of the um, wounds, the yes. soul wounds yes. that yes. they experience from the leader, from mm-hmm. the pastor mm-hmm. on down, the Gosh. bishop on down. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, once you be once you are in the profession, yes. you're able to detect your you're able to assess, you're sure. able to sit, sure. you know, in the pews and say, yes. oh, my God. Oh, you know. my, I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. You know, I was um, fortunate, you know, growing up um, to have for to have a mom that was um, that used counseling as a resource. I was introduced mm-hmm. to it early on. You know, my father died. I don't know if you remember that when I was a teenager, 14. Yeah. Um, and I struggled so terribly with that. I struggled. It was a very, very difficult time. I didn't know it at the time what everything was called, but I was deeply depressed. Um, and there wasn't, like you said, anybody to really talk to at, at church. I think people meant well, but they just didn't know what to do to help. Mm -hmm. Um, but my mother was, was concerned. Um, and, uh, I mean, for a little while I even left home, I ran away. I mean, I was 17. I came right back. It was only about a week, but they didn't know where I was. Uh, she was terrified. Um, but that was after that, she said, you know, I think we need to do something. And she got me into therapy, got us into therapy. That was the first time I'd known about uh, that I was introduced to that. Um, so it became Mm -hmm. a resource for me going forward. Uh, even beyond that incident, it became a resource for me as a young adult, um, and I'm very grateful for it. It's been a wonderful tool, and it really helped me to work through some things that I needed to work through. So, But in the church, like you said so many times, and, and maybe even more so in the black church, it has not been something that we, we, we even knew about, or we know about it more now. But even now, there's a bit of resistance to it, yeah, um, which I don't understand. It. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand it. It's such a wonderful tool. It can be. Uh, so, so you're right about that. Um, so the pandemic has affected our ability to physically gather. I want to go back to that um, mm-hmm. with one another. And many of us are, like you said, we're working from home um, or, with, or our kids are doing school from home. So how do we create enough space um, from the other members of our family or the other members in our household so that we can manage life together? Right, yeah. yeah. So, um, yes, it is definitely important for 
your own mental wellness to be able to take time away, Mm -hmm. you know, individually. Mm -hmm. Um, Equally, it's important, of course, to spend time with your uh, spouse and and then time with the family. Yeah. Um, Everyone has such different living situations and living arrangements. So families with young children, you know, of course, have a greater challenge. Yeah. But I think it is important to teach children to self-soothe very early on so Mm. that they can find times. It's important for them to to learn how to play play by Mm -hmm. themselves, of course. You know, depending on the age, you don't want them too far away from right, you. But right, right, right. that, uh, too, will give you uh, le- teaching your children how to self-soothe sure. and saying, this is mommy's time. Yes. Um, to yeah. it, it will show them mm-hmm. and teach them mm-hmm. that people do need mm-hmm. time and space mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A- away from each other. Definitely. Um, taking those walks, as we talked yes. about, are yes. extremely... Very important. Um, life-saving. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> they are. <laughs> For they our are. mental health. Yes, yes, it is. I walk every day. I Do walk you? an hour and a half. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Office. Yeah, I yeah. know. It makes a difference, though. Oh. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. yeah. So having um, those having those times mm-hmm. to get away. Um, and, yeah. And setting those boundaries, you said, even with little children. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Long baths work. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, they really do. Yes. Um, Teaching your children that when your door is closed, it means this is my time. And children will learn to respect, but we have to establish, you know, the boundary Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. for them Mm -hmm. or, you know, they won't won't understand the boundaries. Um, Getting up earlier in the morning, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. to have that time Mm -hmm. meeting with God. Yes. um, Definitely. Uh, create you know space for you while your family is 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 still sleeping so that's great that's good Mm -hmm. those are excellent ideas now for um what about the opposite way of let's go the other side what are some things that we can do to maintain relationships with people outside of our household in light of COVID-19 in light of social Mm -hmm. still needing to socially distance ourselves yeah. And so that too, um, I don't know the, the span of your listening audience, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm here in New Jersey. Yes. Things have begun to open up. Yes. I think it's very, very important that mm-hmm. um, we make decisions to meet with friends and family outside of the home yes. and, and practice Yes. Um, you know, safely, right. but still take but those make, times yeah. to have walks in the park Definitely. with a friend, girlfriend, Definitely. or go and have coffee and tea. You can do that. Yes, safely. yes, yeah. And we uh, and we're um, big on that. Um, and this, yeah, and this this podcast is um national. Actually, it's it's international too. Uh, oh, so, great. Yeah, and so um, so people all around of, of the globe actually are listening to it, but mm-hmm. um. But for us in, in Georgia, um, and I'm an, um, you know, I'm a hyper person. So um, staying locked up is not my cup of tea. Although when we go out, I'm, you know, very aware and very um, much socially distancing, wearing my mask, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. we, we're always um, very creative about getting out. We, um, you know, we haven't been going to church physically. We've been doing, you know, church online like a lot of people. But, um, but one of the things, so we haven't gotten a chance to, you know, get dressed and, you know, put on our Sunday best. But one of the things we did as a family and by family, I mean my mother and Marilyn and my nephew and a few others um, out in the extended family, they joined us. We went to a really beautiful gardens 
not the botanical gardens, but another gardens here in Atlanta. And we all dressed up in our in our Sunday best and we did a, a photo shoot. My husband mm -hmm. does some photography and it was wonderful. We were all able to still socially distance. It was a big garden. Uh, and so, and we just had a great time just being together, socially distant, of course, but, but doing something fun, wearing pretty clothes and, uh, and being, and taking pictures. So there's a lot of things you can do to be together and still stay socially distant. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it just, it, it just takes a little bit more yeah, creativity, it does, it does. which is good for us. I mean, you it know, is. we, we need to use our imagination. Yes. We do, we do. <laughs> we, you know, and I think for, you're right. We haven't now, been, we know? haven't, we do the same six things. And then when we can't <laughs> do them anymore, we get all depressed. Right. And right. so, um, so yeah, we, we do need to do the next thing. So people will say to me, gosh, you got, you're always doing the next, cause I post a lot of it on Facebook. You always I, do, and and I was I like, oh I yeah. I was like, I'm always, I got, I got, idea, yeah. yeah, I got ideas for my ideas. I, 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 and I don't understand <laughs> it sometimes when people say, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm like, oh girl, please. But anyway, so yeah, but the, like you said, we do need to press ourselves. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and think outside of the box, um, for, you know, forget it and make, and that will allow us to be able to get together with people, get together with friends. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, so now for those of us who are moms, um, like we talked about a minute, a, a few, several minutes ago, many of our children, uh, well, we didn't, we talked about it from the parent's standpoint, but I want to talk about it from the kid's standpoint. Some of our children are feeling stressed about the pandemic because they're not able to see their friends. Some of these kids have been out of school, well, physically not in a classroom since March of this year. And some mm -hmm. of them are not going back to a classroom now that it's the fall. So how do we talk to our children about this pandemic? Yeah, I, I think it's um, very, very important not to take... Um, not to take their concerns casually yeah. or, or, you know, deem them silly. Sometimes children are not able to, oftentimes they're not able to communicate mm -hmm. that say I'm worried. They're not going to say I'm worried or mm -hmm. I'm afraid or, you know, I'm right. in fear. They're not going to use those words. Right. But if, if, um, if we're listening carefully, mm -hmm. we can discern that yeah. there is some fear there. And yeah. What is going to happen? When will I see, mm -hmm. you know, my friend again? Again. And so welcome yeah. there. It's important to welcome their questions. Yes. And even if you don't have the answer, because quite frankly, we don't have right. the answer to a lot we of things. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, saying that you can ask mommy, you can ask daddy anything. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes even we don't have yeah. the answers and be OK. Yes. With, with saying that. at mm -hmm. the moment, we don't know. But as soon as we find out, mm -hmm. you know, we right. promise that we'll, yes. you know, yes. um, we'll share with you. Sure, sure. And, you know, don't 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 promise them that things are going back to normal. Oh, please. Yeah. Cause that would be that, more disappointment. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Since we really don't have yeah, we don't know. any yeah. answers and we don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just a, a take, we take yeah. it one day at a time. Yeah. yeah. And I would definitely not allow, especially young children mm -hmm. to watch the news and yeah. every, yeah. every eye, every shut eye is not sleep. Yes. 
Um, yes. You know, every child that's playing somewhere in the corner, yes. you think that you're paying not attention. Paying mm-hmm. yeah. They really are hearing. So I, I, yes. I think it's very important to limit um, yeah. Yeah. The, the watching or the that's hearing a good word. Of news for children. Whatever you find out, whatever facts you yes. yes. don't find out, yes. you can filter it properly sure. Sure. Uh, for your your children to um, be yes. able to understand it at their level. Absolutely. So we're always taking their their age into consideration, mm-hmm. you know, and having dialogue and yeah. not don't burden them with adult concerns. Sure, 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 sure. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's you good. That's really good. I have a, my youngest is, you know, 18, on, uh, going on 19, ready to start um, her sophomore year. And, she came to you know she's always so chill and laid back she's she's got more of a personality like her daddy but um so i was surprised one day several weeks ago when i asked because i'm always taking her temperature meant uh, emotional temperature and i said so you know it's just a normal thing that i always ask so how you doing and she said well not so well and i thought what what you know because now i'm surprised she always says fine but anyway, yeah. um, and she said, this whole thing has just been so hard. And she started crying. She's not a crier. Uh, and so, um, but that was just a moment in time for us. We just stopped. I just stopped what I was doing. And we just talked. Uh, I don't know. It mm-hmm. may have been an hour. Uh, and so just, and I, and like you said, I don't have all the answers. And I told her, Adriana, I don't have all the answers. But I definitely feel your pain because we're feeling it too. Right. Um, but it's, and, but just listening, I think, helped her. Just having mm-hmm. me listen. Now, mm-hmm. she's able to articulate because she's 18 years old and very bright. Um, and she's able to articulate her feelings. Uh, so we, I had the benefit of that. It wasn't like she was this little bitty child. But, um, but I think that the key thing is to just make time to listen. Uh, yes, and absolutely. Make the make the time to be empathetic, and like you said, we're not going to yeah. have all the answers. But and it, it's also mm. essential to deal with your own anxieties first, because children can pick up on that. Oh, they can, mm-hmm. and you know, you can be using words, and your body language says uh, tells a different story, yeah. and the children will definitely pick up on the story wow. that your body language is is speaking and, wow. and narrating. Um, and not your words. And so you want to definitely reassure them after you've dealt with your own anxiety. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good word. Um, So just a couple of things. Um, With people doing all this Zoom meetings and Facebook uh, group chat rooms and people being on the electronics more than ever, how, how is that affecting us? And what should we do about that? Yeah, I, I think um, it, it is having a definite negative um, impact, especially those who have already been dealing with social, mm-hmm. um, you know, issues. There are people that, you know, have social anxieties. Yes. And, um, and so I have clients that have, you know, really tried to work on becoming more social. Yes. And this right. just puts them back in their comfort it, zone. Oh, you know, while it may feel yeah. good, you know, it, it is undoing the yes. work that they were, you know, trying to do, trying to do mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to be more social. Yeah. And although in the United States, it's not a diagnosis, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. some countries do recognize um internet addiction disorder really Really? yes and so um the we know that the internet can be very addictive very Mm -hmm. it's not recognized in our Mm -hmm. diagnostic Mm -hmm. manual Mm -hmm. 
Um, but but this, it's yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's real. It is real. You know? It is real. I know. I mean, I know. I struggle. I've had to do Facebook fast because I there's been that so much time spent on it. Now, admittedly, I run a business and I have to use it, but a lot of times it's just um, a way to vent my anxiety mm-hmm. and when I really should be, you know, um, you know, in prayer or reading scripture or talking it out with someone, it's kind of just an easy place to just drop my, you know, just to go. And so, um, so I know that the, the, the internet and social media, all that is very addictive, very addictive. Yeah. yeah. And pulling back is not going to just happen. It no. has to be a decision. Oh, it does. If, if, you know, when people really desire balance, they yes. have to make Conscious yes, effort. Deliberate. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It, it, there has to be um, mm-hmm. a deliberate mm-hmm. decision Absolutely. to turn off the device. Yes. And again, yeah. even using the device to help you turn it off. That's so right. Your reminder in there. That's it's right. Time to turn it's time me to off, shut, the, shut me down. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So yeah, so so we so it sounds like um, you're saying that you're going to have to take steps to make sure yes. you're managing this. Um, the social media and all the electronics. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it will manage you. It, absolutely. And what I do, I look at my um, screen time. Yeah. Um, and uh, even for the average for the week. Yeah. And that helps me yeah. to determine whether I've been overdoing it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. whether I've, you know, had a good balance. Sure, sure. And so, you know, of course, yeah. based on the work that you do, you right. have to determine what, what amount of screen time yeah. you know is appropriate for you right um but definitely but you know definitely giving that it. social media a time frame yes yes saying, yes you know no more than this i'm gonna set my that's alarm yeah. and that's it yeah you know? that's it that's it that's it I mean, yeah. you're right and we we've done the matter of fact my daughter has helped me by putting an app on my phone that shuts me down um, after, well, you know, I, I told her the parameters as far as the time right, that shuts right. me down. All those kinds of things are in place to help me um, manage that. So you're right. We could even use our, our electronic devices to help us manage our electronic mm-hmm. devices. So that's right. great. Um, and, and my last question to you uh, would be just how does the spiritual, our spiritual walk, um, how does that help our mental well-being. I mean, we know that's all interconnected. Can you speak to that mm-hmm. for a minute? Yeah, I, I believe that, you know, of course, having hope in God and right. having faith is definitely a sustaining factor mm-hmm. for, you know, for all of, of us who practice, mm-hmm. um, you know, or Christianity or right. just have some spiritual right, right. Um, foundation. Right. Uh, person's spiritual life definitely adds meaning yes. to life and, you know, takes away some of those more challenging questions of, you know, um, what is life going to end up being? Sure. And, you know, where's my place in life? You know, it just yeah. helps uh, one yeah. get more grounded definitely. in the midst of chaos. Definitely. And so, you know, remaining, it, it's also, you know, beneficial when we remain connected mm-hmm. with people who are of like mind. Yes. So that's also beneficial to our um, yes. our mental well-being. And it adds that emotional yeah. and mental strength. Yes. Um, you know, reading the scriptures and mm-hmm. praying mm-hmm. and spending mm-hmm. time with God yes. and, you know, meditating. Yes. It, it increases our resilience. Yes, it does. It does. It but really you know, does. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you know, Deanna, as I, I mentioned mm-hmm. um, a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. it could go the other way. Yeah. Because depending on the level of emotional trauma yeah. that has been experienced through life, it yeah. can greatly hinder mm-hmm. 
our ability to um to move and grow yes. spiritually yes yes um the way we see ourselves mm-hmm. um can put us in the position of not even feeling worthy yeah of course none of us are worthy but i mean yeah, not I even know feeling you, you yeah. know okay. um, worthy to even approach god yes. and, you know yes. it's just so many it, it, yeah. it's so many so yeah. much that goes into that yeah it is um, way too much to unpack in i know this one segment. little yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah but yeah so there are those people who will feel blocked from going to god is that what you're saying exactly yeah, 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 which is a which and, is such a hard place to be in because in these days and times you need that spiritual grounding more than ever. Yes, and so many that are using spirituality as a, yeah. a mask, oh, yeah. and they don't really believe what they're saying. Yeah, you know, they yeah. they they're having a hard time applying it. Yes, they believe it for other people. They believe it as a fact. Yes, yes, yes. as a truth. Yes, yes, but not for themselves. Yeah. And, and they, so they may even to... assent to it intellectually right but don't but it's not it but it's not like you said it hasn't it hasn't filtered down you know practically for them yes. yeah yeah taken root in yeah. their own mm-hmm. soul and emotions yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's 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 another um another program for another day because that yeah you know, i i didn't i didn't think of it in those terms i'm coming at it from yes you know, um, you know, my walk with the Lord is, it's not perfect. It will never be. I mean, it's a growing, it's constantly growing, but I do feel more connected now with, with God than I have even five years ago. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking at it as a, that, that as a place of solace for me, but, um, but it's not for a lot of people, Um, especially when they see other people of the, of faith use the Bible and scriptures as a um and use it and they're like bullies and so that doesn't help either um, it does not no and i've seen that and that's unfortunate but you know and so another topic for another day dr dina yes, I, i'm gonna absolutely. i may call you on that so uh so be ready um, i look forward to it yeah there's been so much that you've said today that i um uh and so many wonderful things but also things that led me to other questions and uh, and we could just go on, you know, for a, a long time talking about a lot of things. But our time for today is up. I just want to take a minute to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you're busy, um, but I think that this um, this particular episode is going to be a blessing to my my listeners and uh, is going to encourage people. And I'm and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you took time out of your schedule to talk with us today. To my audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Women Radio Show page. Um, I'm going to include a link to Dr. Thompson's practice mending hearts practice um, and i will include a few other links to some resources on this show page for this episode so make sure you scroll down and check those out for more information about upcoming podcasts and working woman radio show events you can go to the working woman radio show facebook page become a friend because we really want to hear from you we want to uh, know what you're thinking we want your ideas uh, leave your comments ask your questions we want to want to hear from you God bless and we will see you next time.